Hey there, everybody, and welcome to a new season of the podcast. So, we are springing into April. Pun on words, most definitely. So, I have started this season off on such a nice foot. We're going to talk about peace and inner peace. I'm going to talk about my battle with inner peace what I've gone through. We're going to have some quotes. We're going to talk about what all this means and go from there. So if you're ready for this ride, let's hop on board the peace train. All right. So someone anonymously said, control how you respond to things sent to destroy your peace. Absolutely. I was going to say another word, but absolutely. Because there are Things There are people who are sent into your lives, that are brought into your lives, that are going to stir the pot and they're going to mess with your peace, your inner peace, your inner happiness, all those things. And you have to be selective with how far you let those people go. And I'm going to talk to you guys about my battle with this because I've had such an internal battle with myself when it comes to my, um, to peace. And I was actually journaling this morning. Um, I'm recording this back in, you know, beginning of April and everything. So there's some things I had written back in February. Um, and let's see, what did I write? So I wrote, one thing I observed from a youthful age of seven years old was that life was going to be chaotic at times and have its obstacles most of the time. At some point, though, I remember thinking something had to give. I had failed many times of which I had learned the areas of growth, grief, forgiveness on so many playing fields and validation for who I am. It had taken me many years to get to a level of vulnerability with others that actually felt like a safe abundance of personal details. The main goal, do not put others in an uncomfortable disposition. You are not the only one battling internal conflict or squabbles. So then I wrote, even though I had spent decades, I know to me, you know, sounds outrageous to say decades, but it's true. Deferring my goals and other activities that were my holy grail, what I had done, these undertakings without reservations. This had to stir parts of my individuality and even locked out my own innovations that was originally designated for my previous obligations. The holy grail, as mentioned before, was the unsurmountable time plus energy put into the many projects started beforehand. So, what that passage that I wrote, that, um, that basically means that my internal battle is I always want to do so much more for other people than I will do for myself. And that was my very eloquent way of writing. And that's the way I used to write when I used to blog. And I used to love blogging. And that was something 
that caused me not a lot of inner peace. And I stepped away from that. And now I'm going to just start writing down those passages. And I think I'm going to start doing bonus episodes of the podcast or video podcast where I will actually go through and read those to you guys because I feel like if you can see me and you can hear my voice when I'm reading you will understand it better than if you're trying to read it word for word off of a computer screen. So I also wrote if it's not going to affect you in five years or five months do not spend time being consumed by the issues at hand. So if it if it's something that, you know, isn't going to affect you in five years or five months, honestly, because a lot of things that, you know, will affect you five months down the road are worth spending a little more time on, then don't spend, you know, five minutes on it. I mean, if it's, <laughs> um, it's little things that might bug you, you know, other people's habits that might bother you. And if that's something that is, you know, something they're working on changing or what have you, then in five years, you know, it may not matter. You know, some of the way somebody chews their food, you know, yeah, it's going to annoy you in the moment, but it's not doing them any harm. You know, they're getting fed. That's what they need, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, being constantly focused on the negative or what could go wrong will have a negative outcome with your inner peace. Absolutely. Um, being really rigid and realistic is a character trait of myself. And I'm not crazy about that. And it literally drives me crazy because I feel like things have to be a certain way for me. But when it comes to somebody else, I hold no judgment. No judgment against other people. I judge myself, I think, harsher than most people on the outside looking in would judge me and that's (laughs) crazy that's it's um very intense sometimes as well I have to keep reminding myself that you know my sanity matters you know I have to keep that in mind and I have to really sit back and look at the situation like you know where's your sanity today you know how are you feeling mentally That is your inner peace. Your inner peace is not just your mental health, though. It is your soulful health. Is your soul satisfied with the things you have, you know, the things you have in your life that would make your soul feel, you know, half full versus being half empty? You know, in a positive light, you know, looking at, you know, I have all these beautiful, wonderful people in my life. You know, and not as in materialistically beautiful, but as in internally beautiful people who have such good hearts and who have such beautiful inner peace with who they are, you know, and that's hard for me to come by sometimes when it comes to that inner peace. So let's discuss what inner peace is. We've talked about what I've struggled with my inner peace. We have talked about, you know, some things that can kind of, you know, just kind of planting seeds and seeing if trees will grow or sprout from that. So we'll go from there. But, you know, inner peace, they also call it like a peace of mind, you know, and I think it means more of like peace of soul sometimes. 
It's, you know, a, the spiritual calm. You know, it's a deliberate state. You um, are psychologically calm as well. And this is all because despite the stressors that might be present, you know, you're in, basically, you know, like, you're going to control the things that you can and let the things that you cannot control, you know, fold, fold out in whichever way they are meant to in front of you. So one thing to remember is you don't always have to, you know, you don't always have to be in control. That was something I wrote down. Um, you don't have, to, especially of other people, you know, in life, you know, let life, let people do, you know, Oh, okay, I was trying to read what I wrote. There slash its own thing and see how it ends. That's what I was writing down. It looked like Lit's. Yeah, Lit's own thing. I'm like, who's Lit? I have no idea who this is. And that's the problem with my notes sometimes is that I do slashes and they look like L's. It happens, right? Alright, so we're going to talk about some quotes. This one's from the Dalai Lama. Do not let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. Yes. So, I can honestly tell you there are times where other people's attitudes toward me has eaten away at my inner peace. There are times when my son's behavior is eating at my inner peace because I feel like, oh, I'm not doing something right. So, I let that be an internal battle that I face myself. And it can be really, really hard sometimes. This is from transfermind.com. You can find them on Pinterest. This quote says, Even in the midst of life's many storms, we have the capacity to stand in the center of our own peace. So the whole world around you, like this pandemic's been crazy. You know, the whole world's been going through so much around me. But I have found ways to en enjoy and have that peace of, you know, mind a little bit, you know, because I'm enjoying the time that I have to spend with family that is in my home. And, you know, really just in embracing who each other is. I've really come out of my shell with podcasting. I really enjoyed um, some of the opportunities that have been brought my way through podcasting, you know, whether it be, you know, bringing more traction to my photography or even, you know, the fact that I was um, invited to do a course on Listenable that I am working on for you guys. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the, my topic of discussion is going to be for that because the one thing I feel like I could really talk about is being the parent of a child with ADHD and the the trials and things that I've gone through with him with it. I think that's the one thing I could talk about that would be different from what I talk about on the podcast a lot of times, but we have um, a couple more quotes, but I'm just going to talk to you guys real quick because... Finding your inner peace can help you find the joy in your life or appreciate the small things. And joy means the feeling of great pleasure and happiness. This is from movemequotes.tumblr.com. 
found them also on Pinterest. If it costs you your piece, it's too expensive. So, absolutely. If something is making you feel anxious, you know, it is always good to talk to somebody if you're feeling anxious or depressed or if it's affecting you. Because it could be affecting you for a different reason than you think it is. And it may be eating at your your inner peace and it might be time to start setting those boundaries and really just trying to um, evaluate where you stand with your peace and your inner peace and where you want to go with that inner peace. And Rumi, this is also from Pinterest, it says, let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. I can honestly say this podcast has brought me a lot of inner peace. I have no worries at the end of the day that I am not reaching somebody, you know, I know that somebody is usually listening to what I'm saying on here and that what I'm doing will make some sort of difference in the world. So for me, this is, I love doing podcasting and I'm also learning that the strange, like you said, the strange pull of what you really love, you know, will not lead you astray. I'm really realizing how gifted I can be when I apply myself to my other projects and really take the time for myself to focus on, you know, the crafting and, you know, I've been learning so much you know about different paint techniques and things like that when it comes to that so and then here is one that I wrote and it says some people are going through hardships that you could never tell because their inner peace shines brighter than the hardship and that's very true not everybody wants to put out in the world like this is part of the issue with social media is that we only see like the positive things or the things that people want to share with us so we don't always know that person on a super personal level like we think we do but you know those people you know they could be going through some hardships that we would never be able to tell And them putting themselves out there on social media in the most positive light that shows, like, you know, the inner peace in their chaos, you know, to an extent. But whether or not they're truly happy or not, you know, away from social media and everything, their inner peace could be completely different. And I can tell you all one thing. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you are comparing yourself to everybody else, everything else, your inner peace is never going to be able to find you unless you start letting some of that comparison go little by little until it's almost completely gone because you will still compare yourself just a little bit. I mean, I do it. I'm like, compare myself to other moms all the time. It really affects my inner peace and it really makes me question whether or not I'm doing the whole motherhood thing right or not. But at the end of the day, 
let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. And with that, I'm going to end the podcast, and I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Please don't forget to use the Ibotta code DDKNMHU to get your $10 for your first receipt scan. And there are so many things that are on the app for different holidays, different seasons, and things like that. And you will get the cash back. And once you hit, it's either $20 or $25 when you can cash out for the first time. You will be allowed to start putting your, you can put your debit card on file. They don't do credit yet. But um, put your debit card on file with them. And you can buy gift cards for different restaurants and stores. And you will earn cash back. By purchasing a gift card through the Ibotta app to pay for your purchases at certain stores. You would be surprised at the many different stores and locations and things that you can shop at. From Walmart to Publix to Roush's to even um, Target. And... Also, if you don't have Target Circle, you might want to have Target Circle because they do offer, um, they have the 5% off your purchases and stuff when you use their card, their red card, and they do offer anywhere from a 10% um, coup- 10% off coupon up to a 40% off coupon occasionally for Starbucks beverages. So keep in mind for that. That one's not sponsored. The Ibotta one is, you know, I sponsor myself with Ibotta. So I honestly, I have used Ibotta for the last two and a half years and I have saved over $900 with them and I highly recommend them. So remember, use that code DDKNMHU and I will also list it down in the description. Thank you all for tuning in, and remember, if it's affecting your inner peace, it might be too expensive.